This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. Can the fake stuff ever be better than the real stuff? Well, Nicole, like my daddy always said, if I can touch them, they're real. This is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) What? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Nicole Anaiti. And I'm your host, Josh Ayer. Today, we're joined by our very good friend, Jordan Myrick from Sporked. Sporked is Mythical's new website that is dedicated to helping you find the best food items online or at the grocery store. They taste test everything from beef jerky to mayonnaise and hot dogs and share their findings with the masses. Jordan, welcome. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Thanks so much for having me, first of all. Thanks for taking your shoes off at the door like we mandate. Of course. I love not Her wearing Crocs shoes. Her Crocs are still on. <laughs> God dang. Jordan, get out. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm one of the staff writers for Sporked, mm-hmm. and I've been eating a lot for a very long time. Same. Um, and I'm very good at my job, so I love working here. You're very good at your job, and you, you also have a lot of hot takes. We've been subject to some of those hot takes. Um, I tried to eat a spoonful of mustard instead of coffee at about 2 p.m. to see if it would perk me up. Yeah. Work? Um, it got my nipples really hard. So it worked. Um, it worked. Yeah, it perked me up literally. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, you have hard nipples, which I yeah. think is an enhancement to your day. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and I watched Showgirls. Speaking of not having positive role models growing up, I watched Showgirls too young. Okay. And you know the Good. ice them down, that scene? I love mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. So that's how I felt with the mustard. So thank you for that. I love that. Yeah. That's I'm not a, my first time providing someone with a real life showgirls experience. And so. I'm a natural Elizabeth Berkeley type. Absolutely. You really are. Thank you so I love much. That. I love uh, that. But today we are here to talk about you have some hot takes about imitation foods versus the real foods. Yeah, I do. And yeah. we've talked about some things like that in the past, like uh, American cheese. We did, like, does American cheese deserve to be called real cheese? I say yes. I say yes. I say absolutely yes. Get the government out of our cheese. 100%. What are your hottest takes when it comes to imitation versus real foods? Well, I think that fake syrup is much Mm -hmm. better than Mm -hmm. real maple syrup. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Snaps for Jordan. What's the best brand, would you say, of of fake maple syrup? Oh, I love Pearl Milling Company, formerly Aunt Jemima. Um, I do think it's the best. I like a Mrs. Butterworth. I like um, Log Cabin. I love Log Cabin. It looks like a Log Cabin. Yeah, Yeah, the the cornier it looks, the more Mm -hmm. I want to consume it. Yes, of course. I agree. I love fake maple syrup. Yeah, oh. eating fake maple syrup growing up for me was just like a, like in this economy, you're really going to spend, you know, ten ninety nine on that tiny bottle of real maple syrup. No. And so, of course, you know, we're eating like little Eggo waffles. Of course, you're going to use the, the fake stuff. Um, but now tasting them side by side, the fake maple syrup tastes more mapley than the real maple syrup. That's true. Syrup, Absolutely. Which is what I want. Absolutely. We did a tasting and we were shocked to find out even the most... Uh, highbrow of the sporked taste testers were like all real maple syrup tastes like pork. Yeah. It tasted it's very like pork. What? It had a oh. very porky quality. And quality. Yeah, Justine was the first one to taste it and I was like, okay, ultimately Justine is wrong. She's tasting something weird. You know, I wrote her off and then I tasted it and I was like, this does taste like pork and we tasted more and more and more and all of the real ones tasted like pork. That's so interesting. Are you sure it wasn't like What's it called? Uh, George Orwell Think Speak? What's it called? Where everyone thinks oh, the uh, same? Uh, I have no clue. Group, group Think. Group Think. Are you group sure think. that wasn't like a group think situation? I don't <laughs> think so, but this is what I'll say. Even if it was group think mm-hmm. and it didn't taste like pork, mm-hmm. it didn't taste good. And I it see. certainly didn't taste better yeah. than fake 
maple syrup. The texture is also weird. It's like watery. Absolutely. Like the corn syrupy, homogenous brown shit. I like that. I'm all about that. But the way like maple syrup, like OG maple syrup, like drips, not very pleasing. No, not at all. I want it to be thick. I want it to be viscous. I want it to make love to a waffle. I don't want it to kind of slip and slide off. In a disgusting way that I don't like. For some people, making love and slipping and sliding off are the same thing. Uh, I want my pancakes to look like they do in the goddamn commercials. The and the only oil? way you can do that, yeah, like the motor oil looking syrup. Yeah. And the only way you can do that is with imitation stuff. Yeah. What do you say to all the pissed off Canadians? I think that if you like regular maple syrup more than imitation maple syrup, first of all, good for you. But second of all, (laughs) I think you're elitist. I think you're elitist. I think you're being a little bit classist. I think you're you're kind of just interested in being like, I like the real thing. Yeah. And that's totally fine, but it ultimately does not make you better than me. I agree with that. And also, we're out here supporting the small American corn farmers. Absolutely, like, yes. Tiny corn is why I'm James, here. James Monsanto III. <laughs> Absolutely. Just a struggling family farmer. About? Nicole, whose syrup needs some place to go because it's in nothing else. It's Ooh. only in log cabin imitation maple syrup. I do love it, though. I'm on I'm on your side, guys. Don't <laughs> make me you. the enemy here. I'm literally... Nicole's the enemy of small corn. I love fake maple syrup and... <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the blue stuff? The the, oh, ca- what the is Captain Captain Crunch Blueberry syrup. Have you seen like those weird syrups? I hate those. Those are gross. What do Can you know? We- those are. Bad. I think they're a delight. I think they're an American institution. It's like snow cone syrup. Like, what's the point of it? I put those on pancakes, too. That's wow. disgusting. I didn't like it until you called it snow cone syrup. <laughs> and now I'm like, I got to get some. I don't know. I just, I I mean, when it comes to fake foods, like, for example, fake butter. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about fake butter? Wait, hold on. We need to go back to syrups. We've only scratched the surface on syrups because I Fine. have something to say. I have something to say. The entire game changed when IHOP went from only having traditional maple syrup to now they have maple syrup, blueberry syrup, strawberry syrup, and butter pecan flavored syrup. That's the best one. On every damn table. I love the butter pecan. And and there is nothing natural. There is not nary a strawberry, nor blueberry, nor butter, nor pecan has ever reached any of those syrups. Mm -hmm. And they are an absolute delight. I... We'll go there after this and try those. I love butter pecan. I just think that butter pecan too. Oh, I don't. I just. I've been to Canada. I've been to Canada. (laughs) I've been to Vermont. I've had the natural syrups. Like I have gone to a Mm -hmm. Montreal farmers market and bought syrup there, Mm. and it's it's better than bottled American real quote unquote maple Mm. syrup. But it's still not. It doesn't have that buttery quality. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have that richness. Yeah, I'm looking for the richness. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, Fake butter. What about it? Margarine? Fuck it. Fuck margarine? It. Dude, no. I hate uh, margarine. Hold on. No, no. I not. did not grow up in a margarine household, okay? I did not. Must be nice, Nicole, because there's like <laughs> imperial butter-ish sticks Ew. for 99 cents for four of them. Ew. On sale for 59 cents at the Albertsons, and I grew up on that. And now literally, like, I didn't know the flavor of real butter <laughs> until I was oh. like almost an adult. Uh, and there's sometimes when I like I crave that margarine. Like if I'm making garlic bread, sometimes like I want that margarine. Also, margarine is like a scientific marvel that they're able I to do. They really like, hydrogenate the oils. From so the was the atomic bomb. Oh, now I am become <laughs> death destroyer of margarine. Oppenheimer ass, get out of here. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Josh. I love fake butter. I also grew up in a fake butter household. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I think it tastes more buttery fake than butter. real butter. I I don't Can you believe that it's not real butter. I. <laughs> 
truly simply can't. And similarly, <laughs> I did not have real butter until I was older. Yeah. And I tasted plugra at a oh, restaurant yeah, I was yeah. working oh. at, which is like a very fancy French yes, butter. Yes, yes. And I was like, get this away from me and get the, <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter spray into my mouth hole now. Oh, because you're talking about the spray. The spray. The spritzer. <laughs> oh, I love the spray. It's like a, an 80s uh, like mouth freshener yeah, type like of the thing. Banaka? The butter. Yes. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It <laughs> no just tastes way. so regular butter. Uh, it's just what is it doing that fake butter isn't? Nicole? Um, it's delicious. It's okay. Not, it, just, it just tastes it tastes better to me. It doesn't taste fake. Like I can taste the fakeness in margarine mm. and country crock and what are the follow your heart, whatever they are. I can taste the fakeness. I want the realness. I want to see it melt. I want to see the fats and the milk solids separate. Like, I enjoy that. I enjoy that experience. I don't get that with margarine. You know what? I can believe it's not butter. You know why? Because I can believe, Nicole, in the power of man. Man fighting against God, raging against the dying of the light, using scientific badassery to improve our daily lives through What do you uh, mean improve? It's not good food. for your heart. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, that oh, is one thing. like regular thing. butter is good for your well, heart? Well, at least you get the benefits well, of, like, I don't know, milk. I mean, that, that has, that's been, like, a huge tonal <laughs> shift in, like, all of the way that especially Americans consume food was, like, a lot of our parents probably grew up or came to, like, adulthood in, like, the 80s when it was, like, any sort of animal fat is, like, bad for you. But look, we've made plants into butter. This must be better for you. And then, like, 20 years later, they're like, oh, no, we've made a grave mistake. And then ditto with stuff like um, artificial sweeteners. Sure. Or they had Olestra chips back in the day. Yes. The, the chips that had no fat because the oil would just go through your body and make you poopy pants. Absolutely. And so they oh, lived through, bad. like, the time when we were all excited about scientific advancement in food. You know, and then now we're all like, no, get back to the natural butter, put butter in your coffee and then do yoga and meditate and psycho journal or whatever the fudge you do. What's no. psycho journaling? I'm down. Oh, it's just where you get all hopped up on Ritalin and fake maple syrup and you just start scribbling down whatever. Never mind. Yeah, it also okay. looks like Eminem lyrics. I just think that everything is bad for you. I have a very strong distrust of the government. And I'm just <laughs> like, even when I'm eating an organic non-GMO tomato, I'm like. I'm going to die anyway. Uh, something bad has been done yeah. to this. Like Dick Cheney put some policy into play <laughs> that like made this poison and I never read about it because like he covered it up. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Nothing is good for me. Everything is bad. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, okay, so yes, I'll drink water, but like I'll also drink soda and don't demonize me for it. Sure. You're like, you're like an, an anarcho-nutritionalist. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's, that's how I would describe like, myself. Yeah. You should have that underneath your name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of feel that. Yeah. I, I try to shop at the farmer's market when I can, you yeah. know, things like that. I, mm -hmm. I want to support small business, but mm -hmm. I do also believe I'm like, the egg yolks that are more yellow in the eggs, those aren't better for you. That's... Yeah. They're just feeding the chicken something. You love that. Hold on, hold on, okay, no, hold on. That's what I'll egg say. Our budget is through the roof because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so unnecessary. I, I exclusively buy, wait, this is where I become an elitist classist piece of crap. Let's hear it. Um, Vital Farms eggs are the only eggs that I buy. Okay. And they're like $7 for a dozen. Sure. But like at home, you know, we go through a dozen eggs maybe like every 10 days. I'm not, sure. I'm not scrambling three eggs for my large boys at home, you know, who need eggs. It's like a weekend treat for us. I'll use them in recipes. Mm -hmm. The yolks are so much darker than all of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And to me, I don't think I could taste test. I don't know if I could pick them from another egg in a blind taste test. Sure. All I know is I see that dark orange yolk and I know it just has to do with what the chickens were fed. It has nothing to really do with quality. All I know is I see that and it brings me $4 worth of joy. But I love that for you. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel that way. But once again, you don't have the right to feel better than me 
Oh, but I am. I'm, I am for no, like other reasons. No, that's, okay. that's the point of life. What do you mean? It's to be better than people. To use no. your food choices, which <laughs> are moral. Same. Yes. Your food choices are moral or immoral. Uh-huh. And if you don't like the things that we like, then you're bad. We yeah. are all just little oink oink piggies <laughs> eating from the trough. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, we're I know. all the same. It's kind of how I feel. Like, not. To, let's dive into politics. Um, but no, there's like do four. I have to? There's like four. <laughs> there's like four companies that own every food company. Sure. Even the like that. organic. Uh, you know gluten-free, soy-free, meat-free, sausages, whatever that you think you're buying that are good for you. Like, they're all just owned... The what's the oat milk's owned by Nestle now? Yes, Oatly. And someone Absolutely. is it Oatly? No, I don't think I don't it's Oatly. Know. I don't know. I don't. Know. There's another one, but someone, um, some major chain just switched Blue Bottle. No, sorry, this is what it is. Blue Bottle mm-hmm. exclusively switched to oat milk as their default instead of dairy, and eh? everybody was like, "Yay, Blue Bottle, good no for the planet." Way. Blue Bottle's owned by Nestle, which like you know, uh, got sued in the what 1980s for a bunch of deaths of uh, babies in third world countries. I had like, no idea that they changed their default yeah. to oat milk. That's so cool. Point is, a lot of your food choices. Like, um, are predetermined. Yeah, things are kind of yeah. gonna be bad no matter what you do. So, like, live your life how you uh, yeah. find in accordance. I also think you can make smart choices. Like, I think like trying to shop at your local grocery store instead of a big chain, like things yeah. like that, that maybe make sure. more of a difference in your community. Or if you can own chickens, hey, that's cool. You get your own eggs. But also, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on a podcast for a company I work for, but capitalism is bad. It's all bad. I make almost, you know, we make no money and (laughs) relatively speaking in terms of the world. Like, what am I supposed to do? Sometimes I have to to buy Burt's Bees chapstick sometimes and they're now owned by Olay, who's owned by Coca-Cola or whatever. It's all, you know, it's Ben and Jerry's out there tweeting about de-escalating Ukraine. They're owned by Unilever. You know what I mean? So we're all just trying our best is my point. We're all, if you're trying your best, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm happy for you. And I'm also trying my best. And that is that's my log line. I fully believe that like life is uh, uh, generally nightmarish. What is it? Hobbes versus Locke, where one believes that man is inherently good. The other believes that man is inherently bad. Sure. I believe that man is inherently bad and mm. that we live short, brutish lives. Mm. Everyone's just trying to kill and rob each other. Mm. Uh, and that you find joy where you can get it. And sometimes for me, that joy is eating a slice of American cheese cold straight out of the fridge. I like that. <laughs> I'm a big believer in the Hobbes versus Shaw method, which is the Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. movie. I'm so glad you brought um, that up. I was going to bring that up. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anytime I get sad, I watch the movie Hobbs versus Shaw <laughs> from the Fast and Furious franchise. You guys are silly. I, I can't. Honestly, like, this is just going to get messy. But so, um, how do you guys feel about real versus fake sugar? That's my question for you guys. Okay, this is the one thing that I feel the opposite way about. I think fake sugar is bad because it tastes bad. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's a moral value on it, but anytime we do a tasting that's like, like, I hate paleo. I, yeah. I think uh, that paleo is bad. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if you're very strong, so maybe you believe no, in No, no, no. I, okay. I think it's all really terrible. And I think yes. it's dumb. And I think is pa- paleo yes. is just Atkins diet for Joe Rogan's stance. Absolutely. Exactly. So, so anytime we get like a paleo product that we have to taste, it tastes so bad. It tastes like Splenda. It tastes mm-hmm. fake. Mm-hmm. It'll say no sugar, but then the second ingredient is like sucralose or whatever, yeah. which is like still sugar. Um, and I just think it tastes really, really bad. So I'm like, why are we using it? It's not good for you. And it tastes bad. That's a, a one-two punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want it. fake sugar. Diet Coke. I hate Diet Coke. Ew, so do I, But are yeah. you a regular Coke yeah, drinker? Yeah, Me too. <laughs> oh, I love that. I don't do Diet Coke. Absolutely. I don't do like sugar-free desserts. Oof. I don't like that stuff. I'd just rather, you know, consume sugar or honey or molasses and just have a good time. 
time. Yeah, I think yeah. I love that. I agree. Either you got like a really strong Freudian oral fixation. Not anymore. I used really? to. Well, yeah. I used to what, what did cigarettes. you What did you do? To, I used oh, to that's smoke right. Cigarettes, yeah, yeah. but I don't do that anymore. Yes. Do you, are, I, are you someone who just like puts things in your mouth? Yeah, that's <laughs> like literally. No, not. like you need to constantly no. just be. Preoccupied. Yeah, I do. I'm an eater. I'm a nail biter. Mm. Uh, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I drink about seven diet cokes a day. <laughs> and if I did it, like if I did it with regular cokes, which do I prefer the taste of regular coke? Of course. Your, yeah. your body Who doesn't tastes aspartame and it just goes, this is poison Absolutely. alert. But you keep drinking it because they're there, they're free and they're zero calories and you have body image issues since you were a child. Okay. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's where I'm coming from. But also, have you seen the Point Break remake 2015? I have, yeah. No. So you know how, okay, then this is more for Jordan. So you know how like <laughs> they're trying to conquer the seven most extreme obstacles on earth? Yes. Like effectively conquer God and reach nirvana and yeah. ascend? That's kind of how I feel with artificial sugar. Like, we're mm. trying to, like, beat God. We're trying oh. to cheat God. Yeah, you can't do it. And I think yeah. eventually we're going to create an artificial sugar so good that, like, we're just going to ascend to an astral plane. Mm. Wow. And, and the key in this, uh, have y'all ever had the sugar-free Slurpees at the 7-Eleven? Never. No, I'm exclusively a Coke Slurpee drinker. Really? Yes. I mean, it is a delight. Uh, they co-branded Crystal Light Slurpees. I mm. shit you not. At 7-Eleven, and they're one of the most horrific. T- they will also just curdle your stomach. <laughs> Ew, because uh, all the acid. It's not even the acid. It's it's um, sugar alcohols. You ever read the Haribo gummy bears? The oh, yeah. The gummy bear reviews? Pants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From people no. like eating them on planes and they're yeah. crapping their pants on a plane. Some your people, body can't digest certain kinds of sugar alcohols. Yeah, it literally processes mm-hmm. it as like a poison. Um, and yeah. then it just, you evacuate everything. Ooh. And so I was stuck in traffic drinking like a mango lime crystal light Slurpee chock full of xylitol. Um, and, uh, yeah, not a great time. Okay. Not a great time. I'd rather time. just eat, re- like, see, when it comes to fake and real, like, that's the one where I'm like, okay, like, this fake stuff, like, it's actually not good for you, and it tastes bad, like how Jordan said. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. We don't yeah. know that it's not good for you. The science is well, unclear. Well, sugar's bad for you, too, at the same time, so yes, what do you do? Because people aren't eating sugar because they're scared of being fat, but there's yeah. nothing wrong with being fat. Yeah, that's true. So that's... Agreed. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm like, you're yeah. scared of sugar because, and sugar is not going to make you fat. Like, if you have a little yeah. bit of sugar now and then, if you're enjoying yeah. sugar versus no sugar, you, you're Life not going to be on. fat. Life, Life goes, goes on. on. It's fine. Mm-hmm. If you are fat, that's also awesome. Yeah. It also, doesn't matter. Your body metabolizes sugar and honey the same. Yes. So people yeah, are like, yeah, use yeah. honey instead of sugar. It's like, yeah, or agave. Make, yeah, it's not going to mm. make a difference. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of agave is not fair trade. So it, Fuck once that. again, gets, it, and it's bad for the environment and it's bad for workers. So yeah. food is just bad in general. It's bad. We should stop. We should stop eating. eating. We should stop eating. We should make pills. We should just tan our buttholes and absorb energy through the sun. Sunning? Yes. Yeah, so is that sunning. a real thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's science. It's called sunning, and you can Google it later. It's oh, as real as homeopathy. But I, oh, I got to be careful with my work laptop. The other day, someone <laughs> was like, look these people up on Wiki feet, and I was like, all right. And my work laptop was like, no. <laughs> Wait, really? It's 2 p.m. Are you on Wiki feet? I'm not. Oh. And I think it's rude because I have Wikifeet? beautiful feet. Of course, dude. I think, well, I well, am. Well, I'm on Wiki feet. Trevor's on Wiki feet. Well, because I posted that picture of me holding colored pencils with all my toes oh. and trying to draw, and that was big. <laughs> I took that picture. You took that picture, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We wow. publish I... our own Wiki feet, actually. Oh, okay. We put our yeah. feet on full black. Put... <laughs> I love that. Do, do y'all have nice feet? I have nice feet. I would show you, but it's I can't really bend like that right now. Okay, I'll see him I'll later. Uh, later. I have ganglion cysts and Josh several curled really hammer bad. toes. Josh, oh my has, God. Josh has 
the worst feel? What is your rating on? We give you like two? No, it's really high, but it's it's like a pity rating. You know, it's wow. like seeing a really ugly dog and you're like, oh, that's so cute that he's just like all fucked up. You would wow. win the ugly dog awards of feet. That's so sad. People have, people that are like really into fitness, I do feel like have the worst feet. Yeah. Not to absolutely like drag ballet, you. Like no, ballet, no. ballet dancers. Like, yeah. My roommate is a marathon runner. I'm like, like, he's like, not going to have feet in two <laughs> years. Yeah, like all like. Even look at my head. My hands are gnarled and yeah. grotesque. It's just, oh, it's that's awful. And everywhere. you know what? I don't work out that much and I am soft. I, <laughs> yeah, I am yeah, soft. I am delicate. Yeah, I am supple. I'm like me an too. iguana. Yeah. Oh, you're a nice you know, it's iguana. disgusting. Wait, hold on. Back to back to real versus fake food. And we're talking about moralizing real versus fake foods. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone said this the other day. They're talking about Philly cheesesteaks. Sure. And they were like, we don't eat that fake cheese whiz stuff. That's a myth about Philly. But if you look at the three most common cheesesteak cheeses, you have cheese whiz, which is in a jar. It's effectively nacho cheese for white people exclusively. It's delicious. It's delicious. Uh, White American cheese, which is also not considered cheese by the government because it contains less than 51 percent, you know, pure cheese, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you have provolone. So like two of the three options, you know, when they're talking about like, oh, we're not eating the fake cheese whiz stuff. We're eating the real American pasteurized processed cheese product. Okay, It's like, why are you trying to create this gradient? Yes, myself, you know? and the other two cheeses are more delicious than provolone. Agreed. Provolone is the only percent. cheese I won't eat on a cheesesteak. Yeah, why would, I could put provolone on a turkey sandwich at home. If I'm yeah. in Philly... You better believe I'm getting that fake stuff. Absolutely. Give me the melty stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ladle it, it with that cheese whiz. Just wrap it up in a paper. Let me suck the cheese off the paper. Absolutely. I love sucking the cheese off Oh the my paper. gosh. <laughs> we all got to go out one night and do it together because <laughs> I love it too. Do you love go sucking ahead. the cheese off of an In-N-Out wrapper? Oh. <laughs> I knew it. Yes. My sister in arms. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. like the hot spread that sticks on yeah. it too and you gotta kind of claw the, yeah. re- the relish we're bit sick. off with your yes. front teeth sometimes we're you sick. eat a little of the paper <laughs> yeah if we're sick we're disgusting it's a little dangerous it's gonna pull you're just gonna see us at the dumpster behind it in and out just <laughs> getting the papers <laughs> shame on us like I am legend <laughs> <laughs> what other fake foods are there that what you guys are passionate are about there I don't know no. I think imitation crab is very oh, good. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. I think it's, it's real delicious. fish. It's real fish. I think it's like widely popular all over the world. Oh but then gosh. sometimes places here will be like real crab. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I don't Real crab is hard to eat. It's hard to get at. There's always shell. There's always there's always shell. There's always shell. Every time I go to Kazunori and I get a wrap of one of those little even the nice places there's shell. There's shell, and I'm like, this would have never happened if I just ate a California roll. Absolutely. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, And it's really popular in like Mexican sushi as well, which I really love. I think I think imitation crab like democratized sushi in a way. That makes sense. You know what I mean? In places that like, uh, especially, you know, don't eat like a lot of raw fish. It's like you go to like a Sinaloan style sushi spot and everything's going to have like raw crab, mayonnaise, Philadelphia cream cheese and carne asada in it. And I think that is like a delight. Mm -hmm. Like and also whenever people talk about how they don't, you know, gas station sushi will get you sick, blah, blah, blah. No gas station you go to is going to have like raw tuna. What they are going to have are California rolls, which that stuff is just fish that has been grounded and pounded and packed in sugar and salt. 
it's more preserved than damn near anything else you're going to get. Than the apple that's next to the cash wrap. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. Yeah. I love pavilion sushi, side note. I had some yesterday and it was delicious. What yeah. kind? Oh, what did I, I, you know, David, my husband just gets it and I just kind of eat it. <laughs> I love that. Literally, I'm driving and he feeds it to me <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's really embarrassing, but that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just love f- it's surimi, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. call it yeah. Connie, I think, uh, elsewhere too, like the imitation crab. Have you heard what people do now on TikTok? They're unwrapping it and then they're frying it into little crunchy bits. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. yeah, you can't yeah. Do that with real crab. It's so true. It's I don't so know true. if this necessarily falls into the fake versus real food debate, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of just like accepting that some things are quote unquote processed and leaving them be. Ketchup places at home make their own ketchup. Ew. Have you ever had have you ever had a house made ketchup that can touch the real thing? No. no. And I like house made ketchup. Like sometimes I have it, I say, oh, this is good. It's more like a chutney than yeah, yeah, uh, than a, a real chutney. ketchup. Nothing beats a Heinz, which I'm like, mm-hmm. cover my body in it. Like yeah. it's just so good. It's br- it's like perfect. Yeah. It's like the perfect condiment. Can I also say that I am infatuated with fake meat products? Oh, yeah, both me my too. parents yeah. don't eat meat, so I grew up eating kind of the worst of the worst fake meat. Like Tofurky? Uh-huh. Tofurky, the old Shut Morningstar up. Farms burgers <gasps> that were just kind of like a pock of couch foam yeah. and it's gotten so much better but even the old stuff I, I still love I think it tastes so good it's so easy to cook I, I like fake meat I love it I think it's delicious I, like fake meat. I how do you feel about like beyond versus impossible like do you do you cook that stuff at home I do yeah I cook both mm-hmm. at home I think they're shockingly similar unless either one wants to sponsor me then I like that one better <laughs> but um yeah I think that they're they're really similar I think it tastes similar to real meat I think it's mm. easier to cook with yeah. for people who aren't comfortable with or accustomed to cooking meat That's I think it's point. a great option um I don't know what it's global ecological footprint will look like. Yeah, that's that's a whole big which question. I know is the whole big question. So so I, I don't know about that. But just in terms of taste and pure personal yeah. enjoyment, mm. I'm there for it. Impossible meat's delicious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever kind of evil laboratory they're making that out of, I'm obsessed with it. Absolutely. Well, there, there's some foods that are like so processed. Like I'm fascinated with the numbers on uh, chicken processing since World mm-hmm. War II. So there's a thing where like 60% of chickens used to be sold whole to the stores before World War II. You'd go to the store, you'd buy a chicken. If you wanted the individual parts, you'd break it down yourself. And then after that, you see a sliding scale to now less than like 8% of chickens are sold whole. And then over 50% just go straight into processing and manufacturing. Hmm. uh, And then the rest is just butchered for consumption. So now we have so many like... Tyson, any Tizer, boneless wing, whatever's. We have all these chicken nuggets. You got dino nuggets. You got all this type of stuff uh, being manufactured into dog food and all that stuff. So, so much of our food is like processed to the point where you don't recognize it as like animal flesh sure. anymore. Sure. And which I, I guess that. is dystopian in its own way, but yeah, also I, I love hot dogs. <laughs> and sure. so I'm fine with it. So when you make a veggie <laughs> equivalent of it, I don't notice the difference between a vegan hot dog and like if it was maybe like an all beef Abel's and Heyman, which is I think my favorite hot dog, I od oh, notice the difference. That they, is a they good, that's a good hot, hot dog. dog. A and B. But if you're eating like a you know bar s turkey chicken pork mutant Frank, which I hate, it might as well be vegan. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Same with chicken nuggets. Just gonna put a little spices in it. Nobody notices a difference. Yes, the Impossible chicken nuggets taste exactly mm-hmm. like real chicken nuggets. I haven't tried those yet. They're so good. They yeah. sell them at Trader Joe's for pretty cheap, and okay. they're really good. Love Trader Joe's. Well, Pan- Panda, Panda Express had the uh, Impossible. <sighs> I didn't get to try. Oh. It. They only had it at the Pasadena one. Oh, yeah. was it good? It was really good. I yeah, I mean, it. it's it's you, you you deep fry something, you cover it in a delicious sugary sauce. Which, by the way, 
I don't know if orange chicken sauce has any real orange in it. I don't think so either. The ingredients on the, speaking of imitation versus real, the ingredients on the bottle, I think it says like orange essence, which I don't know if that's just like. I don't think that's way lower. It's like really low (laughs) on the ingredients. A couple drops of like the zest oil. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do y'all feel about uh, juice first drink? Yeah, a glass of grape juice and a glass of purple drink in front of you. Which one do you reach for? Oh, it's juice. I thought you don't like juice. I don't. But you really don't like drink. If I have the two in front of me, mm. I'm going to go with juice. I don't think, when you say drink, I'm I'm hearing soda. Mm. Um, but no. I think that's wrong. Have what you is had it? Tampico? Like uh, like the, f- Sunny D. You know, it's Sunny oh, D versus yeah. Orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'll say? I'll, I take juice, once again, not because I morally think it's better, but because mm. I don't like I want full flavor, and I think things like a Gatorade, like a Sunny mm. D, to me, taste like they're 50% water. They are. So it's not yeah. doing enough for me. And also, I, hot take, love water. I like just oh. straight up nature's water. I don't like seltzer. I just like normal What's water. What's your favorite so. water brand? Well, this is also sick. From my sink, I don't have I don't have a strong yeah. sink. Okay. I don't have a strong water allegiance. Oh, that's um, good. I just drink water from the sink like a little dog. But and you, <laughs> do you, you don't put it in a cup. You just go like I do. I suck it right out of the faucet, <laughs> and I think it tastes. I think it tastes delicious. Okay, good. I'll that's never forget when I I, I moved to LA. Yeah, I don't drink. Well, I, I drink a lot of water at home, but I, I carbonate it. I have a soda stream, <sighs> and I just run through those carbonation things. Oh, I burp so often. It is just nightmarish. Uh, Nicole's laughing because she knows. It's true. Uh, but no, I drink sink water too. And when I first moved to LA, I had these two Italian roommates that I got off Craigslist. And I'll never forget one just going, uh, Josh, is the water here potable? And I was like, what? He's like, is it potable? I can drink the water. And I was like, dude, yeah. And he's like, no way. And I didn't realize that's like a thing that, uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of, of people, countries, yeah. yeah, a lot of countries, I mean, parts of America, of course, yeah. um, you know, can't do that. LA, great tap water. Come yeah, here for the tap good. water. Delicious. Stay for shitting your pants in traffic after drinking a sugar-free Slurpee. Absolutely. Those people did sound like they were from Transylvania. Yeah. Or like yes, a that's Poland their accent, yeah. man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You like to do yeah. disco dancing? I roll my own cigarettes while driving my Jeep Cherokee with two hands so I cannot turn the wheel. Yeah. They sound like Drew <laughs> from Despicable Me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what did we learn today, ladies and germs? Food, it's like us, really. Yeah? Are we fake? It's all <laughs> are we summer real? fake, summer real. If you, if Like my daddy always said, I was hoping someone would finish it. Oh, If I can touch them, they're real. <laughs> Gross. Josh and Jordan, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling around out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we like to call Opinions Opinions Are Like like Casseroles! So casserole rhymes with asshole. It's a slant rhyme. It's a slant rhyme. Shakespeare did it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's where it comes from. And hey, as many of you know, Rhett and Link have spent over a decade tasting, rating, and ranking everything from the world's most expensive desserts to 40-year-old ham and eggs. And thanks to that, they now have a TV show called Inside Eats with Rhett and Link. That's right. This Sunday is the Cheesecake Factory episode where the guys try to order everything on the menu and decorate cheesecakes. Or try to, because they're <laughs> oh, not very good at it. Oh, it'll be wacky time. Be sure to watch <laughs> Inside Eats with Rhett and Link this Sunday at 10.30 p.m. on Food Network. And for even more bonus footage, check it out on Discovery plus discovery plus man 
I you know why I you know why I bought Discovery Plus? What'd yeah, I bought it? it not for Rhett and Link though. I am actually excited to watch that. And you and I are in one of the episodes. <gasps> oh, we the are. Ice cream that was a really fun time. I got to see. This is just free promo for Discovery Plus. But they hooked me so hard. Uh, Robert Irvine has a show where he saves restaurants against John Taffer yes, from yes, Bar yes. Rescue. <laughs> I know, I know. And I so know. it's who can save the restaurant the hardest. And they compete. They took like these what should be altruistic concepts, even though of course we know it's like what happens to the restaurant six months later sure. is you know yeah. all is up in the air. Um, but they took like a somewhat altruistic concept that's normally supposed to be very feel goody, and they're like, all right, now battle. And I love that, and that hooked me so hard. Uh, two juggernauts in the industry, love it. There's so much yelling. Good show. Wow, I got it because they have all of the 90 Day Fiance content. Oh. I watch it all on YouTube in little snippets. Oh, I love that. I simply don't have the patience for it, so I made my girlfriend buy me Discovery Plus. Nice. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm a little princess. <laughs> um, one of the people on 90 Day Fiance was my shot put coach in high school. Who? Kalani Faangata. Kalani. The uh, Samoa? The one that's married to the Simone guy. That was that came to the that came to the airport and did the Samoan dance and she got embarrassed. She was your shot put coach? Her yeah, sister, dude. right? Her no, no, her sister was Kalini my teammate. Kalini is her sister. Kalini, oh, Kalini was my just, teammate, yeah. uh, but she and her brother, Kenetti, who I don't believe has ever been in the show, um, yeah, they all went to my high school. She was my, my coach my, my senior year. My mouth is agape. I love them. They're one of oh, my favorite yeah. couples on the show. They're so sweet. Oh, they are. They're just like the nicest people in the world. Uh, fantastic shot put and discus throwers, too. Uh, great empathy. Kalani and Kalini, if you're listening to this, uh, y'all Come roll. on the show. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Kanetti, too. Even though I beat Kanetti's junior year shot put record. Bow, bow, yeah, bow, by like three inches. Bow, 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 bow. Take that, Kanetti. Um, <laughs> anywho, first up, we got at Burling Mike. Are vinegar-based hot sauces technically vinaigrettes? How do you feel, Jordan? I'm going to say no, because I think mm-hmm. a vinaigrette needs to have an oil component. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, the sauces I think of, like that I grew up eating, like Crystal in Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, don't have an oil component. Mm. Um, I sometimes put hot sauce on my greens when I eat them. Okay. <laughs> Does that make it a vinaigrette? I guess. I mean, it's a salad. It's a dressing. I mean, not all vinaigrettes. Um, all vinaigrettes are salad dressings, but not all salad dressings are vinaigrettes. Vinaigrettes mean vinaigrette means different things in different cultures too. Does you, eat it? Of, you eat a lot of Brazilian uh, food. Oh, vinaigrette yes, is I just do. their name for the vinegary um, kind of. It's like a pico de gallo that comes with the meats. Okay, uh, that's called uh, vinaigrette or vinaigretta. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of means a lot of different things. If you're talking about French vinaigrette, I don't think a hot sauce could qualify because I think it needs uh, an oil. But I do think I do think it's fascinating that like mustard is hot sauce. Sure. Right? sure. There's like a spice component to mustards. I think that's, uh, and okay. it's simply yeah. mixed with vinegar and salt, same as a Louisiana hot sauce. Mm-hmm. I think mustard is a hot sauce. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, agree. I think it has a strong flavor. You add it to stuff to like bump up the taste. I love mustard. And that might be the whitest thing I've ever said. Is yeah. Mustard is hot sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys, spicy. You guys take spoonfuls My of mustard. My hot dogs are spicy. All right. Kate the Unfunny says, limp bacon is best bacon. <laughs> I'm okay with crunchy slash slightly crunchy bacon when it's in a burger or a sandwich. I disagree. Mm. I didn't grow up eating bacon. I So I've had other loose, limp foods, whereas <laughs> I think nothing crisps up like bacon. So I want mm. my bacon to be like glass. Ooh, mm. I love a nice, soft bacon. I like my bacon. I lift it, and then it weeps to the side. Yeah. That's my favorite bacon. Yeah, like a, like a willow in the breeze. Yes, I want my exactly. bacon to sway. Very poetic. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh we were talking about turkey bacon. I was actually talking to Justine, editor-in-chief of Spork. Check out Spork.com about turkey bacon the other day. Mm-hmm. And that I sometimes crave it because I grew up in a, a no-pork household. Uh, and so Me I too. grew up eating a lot of turkey bacon. 
Um, mm. And like y- you can't get that crispy unless you're like deep frying it for yeah. a long time, or, or like putting it in the oven, for or putting it in the oven, letting it dehydrate. Long. But then yeah. it's turning into jerky. You're not mm-hmm. getting like a crispy bacon. Yeah. And so I kind of appreciate that certain floppy, meaty quality of it. Yeah. Um, but it took me a while to get to the point where I like that glassy, pure, crunchy bacon that you're talking about. But mm. now I really do. Yeah. I like my thick bacon to be crunchier and my thinner bacon mm. to be floppier. I feel that. Interesting. And then like like thick ass, like the ones you get from the restaurants. Give me that. That's just like unctuous in the middle. (laughs) Love it. All right. At Galaxy Night 18, the hole on top of the hot sauce bottle should be all the same size. Sometimes it's a generous dollop and sometimes it's only a tiny little drop. I don't care if it's for my protection. (laughs) Let me burn my mouth off if I want to. I love that. I totally agree. I think everything should be more regulation inside, whether it's like women's pants or it's the size (laughs) of hot sauce lids. Like I think we need to standardize everything so I know What's going on? That's very Soviet of you. Like that's, yeah, that, that, that was very a very Soviet of you. A, which I respect a lot. There's um weird side tangent. There's this brand of ice cream called Moloko, okay, uh-huh. which is the I believe Russian, the Russian for milk. milk. Um, and the Soviets had incredibly uh, strict standards for what constituted ice cream. So during, did Cuba during the Soviet Union. Oh. Yeah, that's like a big you know standardizing everything is a big uh, you know communist thing and. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like that's the like um, Mendeleev, I believe, standardized what vodka is, which is why vodka can be made out of damn near any grains. He's like, it just must be this per- this potatoes. percent, you know, ether or this percent, whatever. No, it doesn't have to be potatoes. I mean, it can be made out of potatoes. Well, yeah, it can be made out of like whatever or the hell grapes. you want. Um, so, anyways, I'm like obsessed with that concept. Um, but that said, hot sauce, you just take off the the rubber thing. You take off the stopper. That's what I sure. do with all my bottles. Yeah, you take you open I know it, you, do. you remove the little like freshness tab, and then you take a fork and you just. Pop it off, and then unsuspecting people like Nicole go to get Tapatio in the work fridge, and a whole mess of it dumps out. But that's on you. Is it on me? Yes, to protect my own uh, faith in myself. Yes. All right, Matt Thals. Battering French fries is a sin against Axel Mama, Incan potato god. But tiger <laughs> sauce is the ultimate fried dipping sauce. Sometimes a battered French fry does good things, like a curly fry. Yes. I'm sorry if I'm disrespecting your Incan potato god, but like whatever. It's good. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me what to do with a potato. It's all good, and I want it in every variation I can. I love potatoes. Yeah. I'm a big potato fan. Uh, this tiger sauce, I just Googled it. It's kind of like a uh, hoisin teriyaki sauce. It's, what? But it, it's more vinegary, and there's more pepper to it. It's almost like, God, tiger sauce is so tough to explain. It's yeah. very sweet. It's almost like a combination of, let's say, like Eastern Carolina, the vinegar chili sauce. Okay, yeah. okay. And like A1 <laughs> Oh, it, it's 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 a trip. I, I, don't I think even, I've had it before. I don't know why it exists. The bottle what exactly it is. Yeah. It's a little bit Worcestershire. Um, it's too thin for fries. If but if you like like malt vinegar on fries, you, you probably like tiger sauce. I do like malt vinegar. A little sweet, I little do spice. Too. I'm sure it's good, but I'm like mix it with some mayonnaise and then we're talking. <laughs> yes. That's fry sauce. Oh yeah. Uh, I have come to appreciate. Speaking of uh, the Incans, um, boiled potatoes more as I aged in life. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, dude, because I've made like um like Wankaina, the the Peruvian sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They typically serve it on boiled potatoes, and I was like, dude, let's put that on fries. And I made fries, and I was like. This is better on boiled potatoes. Yeah, yes, boiled you know? potatoes are great. I I grew up doing crawfish boils, and oh, yeah. my favorite part was always the boiled potato that oh, came out man. of the crawfish boil. It soaks. Oh, like it soaks corn. the yeah. essence. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. I want some. I want some shellfish adjacent corn right now. <laughs> <laughs>
You're next. Oh, I like this one. At Stormbreaker, when ice cream's too hard from being in the freezer, it's better to eat it with a fork than with a spoon. A fork can pierce the tough ice cream easier. If it's too frozen to melt, you can drag it along the surface to make soft curls. This is actually a really strong opinion that Justine, editor-in-chief of Spork, check out Spork.com, <laughs> has about ice cream. She eats all her ice cream with a fork. I actually don't oh. have big feelings about this. I would mm. eat ice cream with a fork, a spoon, chopsticks, whatever. I'm kind of just like... I'll, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Whatever. Yeah. I don't feel strongly. At what temperature? Do you, like, do, will you eat it rock hard out the freezer? No, I mm. won't. I have very bad, weird teeth. Same. Wait, oh. remember the soft teeth club? I think so. Well, what I'll tell you is half my teeth are fake. My Same. entire top row of teeth are Badass. all fake. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm afraid of anything that's like too cold, too crunchy, whatever. I, I, I enter with caution. So... At leisure, I'm having soft serve. Best case yeah. scenario. Oh, I love uh, soft oh, serve. Oh, soft serve is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my preferred. Serve. Preferred. I feel like I, my fiance and I cannot eat ice cream together because she'll eat it rock hard straight out of the freezer and just dig and dig and dig at it with a spoon. Whereas mm. I will microwave it for 12 seconds. Yeah. You know, and then you get this little melted on the outside that you scoop out, eat your way to the middle. Um, so the way that we do it is she takes a pint out of the freezer and then she enjoys it for 10 minutes, passes it to me. I let it sit on the coffee table for another 10 and then eat it. I like my ice cream to be a little bit melty on yeah. the top. I yeah. think it's the best way to taste everything. When it's cold like that, when it's like hard freezer, like cold like that, mm-hmm. you don't taste all the nuances of the ice cream. Yeah. And honey, I'm eating Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> and I want to taste the salted peanut butter and I want to eat the fudge flakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I will yeah. say a plea for more fancy boy soft serve ice creams. Ab- fancy boy soft serve? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I'm with you and on I that. want I want fancy dips. I want like a dip cone, you know, where yes. you get the shell on it. No. I want fancy. I want like a Too messy. I don't know, like a salted malted corn ice cream, you know, dipped in like uh, orange blossom, you know, uh shell. Do sure. you guys like frozen custard? Yes. No. I love <gasps> Yeah, he sucks. How dare you? I'm shocked. I feel Too like thick. we align with a lot of things. We do. So you have soft teeth, I have soft teeth. Yes, yes, yes. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, but too too thick for you. It's too thick. It, it's um. Here's what it is. It's too, it's warm. I want to go down. It's not and... cold enough because the, <laughs> I the go sorry down. what you want to go down I'm down in town for on a frozen custard. <laughs> Nicole, you can go down on whomever you want, dude. This is Shut you know up. What I mean? we're we're just, we're living, Stop baby. Stop embarrassing me. Uh, <laughs> we used the term analingus in the podcast for the first I time was about three weeks ago. Okay, and, then and how did it go then, over? Been, I don't know how it went over, but we did it. We're gonna do it again. It's a scientific word. Sure, as long as all parties are into it. Um, yeah, it's the custard is too thick. I love it. And then it. so it, it melts warm. There's too much fat in it. And that's what I don't like. I see what you're saying, but I eat it so fast it's not melting. Yeah. I yes. like it. It's it's yes. it's just like soft serve, but thicker. It's, it's soft sexier. on my teeth. It's sexier. Yeah, I really like it. And what I'll tell you is every place that does frozen custard, they give me like good mix-ins when you ask for them and that's what I want I can't do some of these brands that are fancy that are like we do chocolate sparkle or what I'm like no give me a chunk give me a big big thing yeah give me a big thing I will eat frozen custard if it's layered in a bright blue Rita's water ice Oh, delicious. Oh, and there's a Rita's Water Ice in walking distance from my apartment. Nobody try and triangulate that because you'll find is. out where I live. We'll um, talk about this after because yeah. I, I got to talk about it. Yeah, I grew up with Rita's, but I grew up in Florida. So it was Italian ice, not water ice. Oh, family's from Philly. So I always grew up calling Why water ice. Why did they say water ice? It's water ice. It's the Philadelphia accent. They say water. 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 Rita's Water Ice. Say it, Nicole. Say it. Sad. Water ice. <laughs> Are you guys happy? Okay. Uh, Juicy Juice says, 
Best way to eat coated foods, Eclair's Donuts Waffles, is <laughs> topping side down so it hits your tongue first. Oh. Game changer. Now to figure out how to eat pizza, cheese, and sauce down. You just do it. It's it's much more sure. difficult to eat waffles upside down than eat pizza upside down. Yeah. I'll I, take I'm just it. trying to think of like, I have an Eclair. Okay. It's very funny to me because an an eclair is not like a flavor sensation in my mouth typically. You know what I mean? Like spicy food, I'll do like hot sauce down so it hits my tongue first Mm. or something or, you know. But an eclair, I'm like, what's hitting your tongue? The solidified chocolate shell? Yeah. But I'd do it. it. Why not? I'm trying to think when I eat a burrito, I'll like sauce each bite. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. But when I go in, I like... I like press my tongue against the sauce. (laughs) You go tongue first. I like explore with my tongue and then envelop with the mouth. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's good. Nicole, any any comments? (laughs) No, I just know you and I'm used to it, so it's fine. Oh, on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Zada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. What What's the name of our show? Mythical Chef. Here's because I, I was saying I was trying to fit a spork plug in. Jordan, tell them where they can find you. You can find me at sporked.com yeah. and also yeah. all over the internet. Uh, you can follow me on social media or just look at our website. Or you know, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We want you to look at us. Yeah, look at Jordan. Look at Jordan. Look at Jordan and friends. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you next time. Do you guys want to compare feet? Yes. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Honestly, these dogs are a barking. (laughs) 